Welcome to the Big Presentations Podcast, where we offer encouragement and guidance to those who make big presentations in small rooms. We believe that properly focused practice and preparation result in effective communications. I'm your host, Paul Gibson. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode. We are so excited that you are here. And today we're learning about presentation micro stories. We will see how a big punch doesn't really require a long story. This is going to be good. But before we do that, let's review the highlights from last week's episode. Yeah, last week we talked about silence as a powerful and versatile presentation tool. It can captivate attention, create accountability, and create space for people to think. It's a multi-purpose tool that can be used in many situations. So if you do presentations or host meetings, you'll not want to miss this one. Go check it out. Absolutely. But also, don't worry, we've got great content for you this week as well. We'll be right back. Today, we're focused on presentation micro stories. The name seems kind of self-explanatory, though, Mike. I mean, it's just really short stories, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Presentation micro stories are told quickly. Sometimes they're created by asking a simple question. Even if you have a solid presentation in place, a micro story can increase the engagement and the retention of your audience. This is a powerful tool. Okay, I like this as an idea, but do you have any, I don't know, examples? Ooh, I'll tell you what, I can I can tell you a micro story. All right. Does that sound good? Here's the micro story. Wilbur was concerned. His caretakers were walking away, leaving him alone in a massive room filled with strangers. It was his fourth change of location in four days. New people, new places, and now this, in a cage, surrounded by strangers. I like it. It brings up, well, a lot of questions like who is Wilbur? Where is he? And why are his caretakers walking away? All these open loops capture the attention of the audience and, well, me, really. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When you're delivering a big presentation in a small room, you might be able to create a powerful short story, or you might be able to craft a question that will serve the same purpose, a question that creates a story in the audience's mind that needs to be resolved. Oh, yeah. That reminds me of when uh, Kirk Cowell, he was a, a guest on the Big Presentations podcast a while ago. He shared an experience where a question captured the audience. Now, Kirk was in this audience when the question was posed to this large group of people who all had something in common. They all worked at a local community college. The question was this. How many hours does the average student have when they get their associate's degree? Oh, that is a good question. And of course, if you're familiar with the way these things work and the hours required, the ideal answer would obviously be 60 because that's how many you need to graduate. But life isn't ideal. Students sometimes end up with additional hours. But how many? I mean, three, six, nine, surely not more than nine. Yeah. Now, I remember that the presenter and Kirk story allowed time for curiosity to build. And he talked about kind of leaning over to the people sitting next to him. What do you think? Oh, you think it's this? You think it's that? And she let that happen purposefully. Ooh, there's some power of silence right there. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for you to, to get there. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally she revealed the answer. The answer was 90. The average student has 90 hours when they graduate. 
But remember, the ideal was 60. Yeah. Now, that fact created a story in the mind of each audience member. Stories of students who are often young and often struggling to pay for classes are compiling an entire year's worth of additional hours. All that time, all that money. Man, something needs to change. Have you got student loans? You know this. Mm. (laughs) So all those thoughts were created with a simple fact. The average student graduates with 90 credit hours when they only really needed 60. It was powerful, and it didn't take much time. Micro time that resulted in a macro impact. Today, we've been talking about stories and questions. To learn more about this, check out the book, Big Presentations in Small Rooms. Get your copy today at Amazon. You could use digital, print, or audiobook. We'll put a link in the show notes. So consider the content of your next presentation. What story could create curiosity and a desire for resolution? What question could create a story once that answer is revealed? Imagine you're training airport employees who provide care for pets who are confined to crates in the cargo hold. You want to create a sense of empathy for the traveling pets. Ooh, right. Yeah, and that's where you could tell Wilbur's story. Because Wilbur is a golden doodle traveling from Fort Worth, Texas to Vienna, Austria. The travel was partly by car as the family drove from Fort Worth to Detroit with an overnight stay in Nashville. Then came another car ride from Detroit to Chicago where his caretakers lovingly settled him into a crate and entrusted him to the care of the airport personnel. The caretakers walked away to go through security and then to their flight. They wouldn't see him again for another 20 hours. Ooh. Or how could you ask a question like, how many places has a pet traveled to by the time they reach you? This approach would create compassion for stressed out pets and, of course, their owners, too. <laughs> right. I love it. Man, this is, this is some good stuff. So let's share some things to consider as you craft a micro story or a storytelling question. Good idea. First, keep the content close to home. Do not try to force fit your favorite stories, movie scenes, or moments from a book. The most effective stories and questions will maintain the focus of your presentation without creating distractions. So, for example, an illustration from Star Wars might send some fans off on a tangent because they're so into the story and are filling their heads with all the other backstories to it, while others in the audience are just shaking their heads and rolling their eyes because they don't care a thing about Star Wars. But a quick story about something that happened at work or that highlights a customer's experience will keep it close to home and protect your focus. Second, keep the length to about 75 words or less. This will keep the time short to about maybe 30 seconds. If it's much longer, then you're using up too much of your already short presentation time. So don't get carried away. Ooh, good advice. Third, when crafting a story, consider what elements to leave out so that you can create curiosity. Can you hide the identity of a main character or can you withhold the ending of the story? How can you create an open loop that creates, in turn, a desire to know more? If you're crafting a storytelling question, carefully consider which fact to focus on. What question will create the most curiosity? 
what question and answer will create a story in the minds of the audience. And finally, set aside some time to practice your storytelling or to memorize your question. This is too important to risk stumbling in your presentation. You know how frustrating it is when someone is excited about telling a joke and then, well, they can't remember how it goes or maybe they just totally wrecked the punchline. Yeah, this is a similar situation. (laughs) Yeah, that is so frustrating. So don't do that to people. Remember the mantra, know your audience, know your message, make the connection. Knowing your message means knowing the stories and the storytelling questions. Yeah, I like this episode. We're able to observe the power of a micro story, the effectiveness of storytelling questions, and pick up some tips for creating your own stories and questions, too. Humans are just wired to connect with stories. So when you share a captivating story or pose a captivating question, you can hook people in ways that connect them to your message. Stories help you complete the mantra. Know your audience, know your message, and make the connection. So tell good stories and ask good questions, and you'll be well on your way to making big presentations in small rooms.